Hi, Charles. Hi, Trent. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Lumber Slingers with Trent. We really got to have a name for this. We change the name every time. (laughs) Well, I like Blue Book Live, even though it's not not really live, but I mean, we post it like pretty much within the same 24 hours. So kind of live. Yeah, exactly. Live adjacent. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Live adjacent. Blue Book Live adjacent. It's got so, a good ring to it. What are we talking about today besides Taylor Swift? We tried to get most of our Taylor Swift conversation out of the way before we went live. On the pre-call. For those yes. of you who um, can't stand this conversation. <laughs> yeah, like you should, we'll have to rename the podcast to talk about Which Taylor is mainly Swift. just my husband, so he can handle it. Yep. <laughs> I know. I my wife Adam, loves it. <laughs> I think Adam's over it because his house is just like filled with beads and, and craft supplies right now. And he's like, when... When can we move all this out of the living room and kitchen? I'm like, um, not yet. Nope. <laughs> I'm not giving yeah. him a date. <laughs> hey, he's the one that surprised you with the tickets, so. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And everything that comes with it in all its glory. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about how she boosted the economy. Isn't that relevant to our conversation? <laughs> exactly. She does. I mean, I forgot when they saw when she came into Chicago the weekend, I forget the actual metric, but it was literally the largest concert revenue that had been brought into Chicago. And I think they said ever by an insane margin from like hotels wow. to like food and everything. I mean, you couldn't get hotel rooms anywhere around here. And they were like, everything was crazy expensive too. I mean, she literally it just like everywhere she goes it's insane like it I mean it, they I said heard- that Seattle was the same um Seattle she set some records in the I guess they've never had two two sold out shows two nights in a row at Lumen Field and mm-hmm. uh, the last record was set by U2 who had 70,000 attendees in 2011 and she had 72,000 and some odd other number um both nights so she wow. she shattered the last record I wonder yeah, what's I mean, going to happen in LA. Yeah, I mean, like we're saying, I mean, the Shows. thing is with, with those merch and everything, I mean, every single piece of merch was basically gone at the end of the concert when I went there. So, I mean, between that and the tickets and then, you know, like the food and then like we're speaking of the hotels, I mean, it's, it's insane how much just one show can make for, you know, her as well as the local area. I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible. Lumber. It's been a while, guys. I haven't, uh, I missed last time. So I feel like I got a lot of news to catch up on with you. I, a lot has happened, a lot of good things. So yes, we missed yes. you. I missed you guys, but it was a great episode. Yes, this wasn't the same though. But now, now everyone's back though. So there we go. And a lot to look forward to. Although, I unfortunately, I'm going to start this whole podcast out on a really lame note and a really depressing note, but it gets happier as we go through. I promise. So we're going to okay. kind of rip off the band aid first because. The unfortunately the largest, most viewed by a large margin article had to do with a sawmill um, called Missouri Mats, the kind of manufacturer or anything, um, in Missouri, whom had one of their new employees um, get killed on site, unfortunately, by a, um, a hurdle saw. So the oh, unfortunate no. theory was that the gentleman that passed away was 21 years old and he hadn't even been working there for a month no and what makes this story even more depressing is that when you're reading the osha release now we're going back to osha so (laughs) we're going to take it with a grain of salt to be fair i mean because we've seen they have others things but this seems like it's pretty cut and dry that this happened on uh january 11th and he did not report that the gentleman had passed away until january 18th 
So, I mean, that's basically a week oh. that went by and he was just, eh, we're not going to mention the fact that this happened, which is obviously a big no-no considering something catastrophic happened, you know? So, right. and then to make things worse, OSHA came back on March 1st and he hadn't even fixed what had led to the gentleman's demise to begin with. So they were like, they went pretty hardcore on him and he finally was able to, I think they had it finally filled up and he fixed up later when they came back or they, yeah. And so the first time he's had issues. It's a pretty small operation overall, but he'd had historical issues, none to this degree, just kind of smaller relative fines. And uh, they were um, less than serious safety health and violations, they call, but nothing in like this realm at all. But it's just a really sad thing when you see something like that happen. And also just the fallout afterwards, it's just, you know, I mean, it just makes it even messier, so to speak. You know, yeah. you just want it to be. I mean, I, don't, I, I who knows why it all happened, but you know, I don't know. It just, it, it just doesn't set right. I don't think you know when you see yeah. that kind of stuff happen. You, you think you don't want to be as clear when you're having, you know, unfortunate things like that happen. But I guess we'll see how it pans out long run. But hopefully, you know, something like that will never happen again. At least here, or, you know, obviously anywhere else. Yeah, that'd be nice. I wonder if he was, um, you know, like when you when the law goes through the saw, and then you have the person standing down that has the that stick that if like a piece of lumber gets stuck and you pull it off the chain so that it gets out of the way like an axe kind of yeah it, well, it's it's axe. yeah said basically what happened was um well, this is just a small blurb said that said that when he suffered fail injuries after getting caught and pulled into the vertical edger blades as they spun no <laughs> no yeah Ugh. yeah that's awful yes yeah it's pretty horrible and like I said, they didn't fix what had happened to make that happen. So it easily could have happened to someone else. And I mean, he obviously was not trained to the degree of at least the safety issues at that point in time either, you know, because he'd been not even a month on the job. So, I mean, there's just a whole lot of things that you can look at in hindsight, obviously, but none of them, unfortunately, will bring him back. That's, you know, the worst part of all of this. I mean, it's something where, you know, I mean, no matter what we do, what they do, you know, the end result was just awful. It's, um, you know, I've been touring a lot of mills this summer and mm -hmm. I, I'm always just shocked at how even, even in the mills that do everything to a T, it still is just so the job is dangerous. You're dealing mm -hmm. with really heavy equipment, really heavy logs, obviously, and you have to be on for your entire shift. And if yep. you lose your, um, control or your focus then that is so sad I um I was looking up what that kind of saw looked like and a hurdle saw I did too and <laughs> I just don't look it up it's it's not if you yeah. if you read the story and then look at one of these things that had to be probably pretty traumatizing for everybody that works there so mm -hmm. our thoughts are with them and the company that you know it sucks it just sucks for everybody involved and I, I'm sure like after something like this happens the first thing you're thinking is not to call OSHA I'm sure you're yeah. grieving with the family and and picking up pieces so um our thoughts go out to them and I it's a great reminder safety first everyone exactly so tell us something yeah. positive Trent <laughs> all right next one that's positive lumber sales improve in midsummer 2023 that's Yay. positive right that's madison's positive. report oh, there we go 
Nathan said that uh, the price for Western SPF uh, two by four is number two and better uh, was four forty six. Um, this was the this is from the nineteenth, so it's a little bit outdated. We'll get to the most recent ones, but it's up ten dollars or two percent from the previous week. So that's positive. But we actually have even more recent one that just came out on Friday, but that was still the overall one because that's the more detailed report that we get every Wednesday. And an updated version of that report will be released um, tomorrow morning when this is released as well, or when this is released, actually. Yeah, prices so, are moving yeah. up. <laughs> exactly. And actually, the most recent one we'll talk about, they got, they're like teetering with uh, 500 at that point in time, which is pretty nice on yeah. Friday. I haven't looked yep. at it actually this week so far. I've been so busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It did tick up around 500 last I checked as well. So, um, you know. I'm always so scared. I'm like, oh man, it's gonna average my inventory up. But um, mm -hmm. hey, if there's demand for it, then it's oh. all good. Well, um, exactly. So I was, well, I was on. looking at, uh, I was looking at your newswire that came out today. Sorry, this is subject. Sure. But LP Building Solutions won APA's 2022 Safest Company Award. So there's the, you know, let's even out the unsafe yes. and the safe. Really yeah, quick, wipe our memory. <laughs> exactly it's so prestigious award so <laughs> exactly so, a couple other things um that are more in that similar realm um the u.s census bureau had their monthly new residential construction report for june um a little bit of a mixed bag nothing unexpected i would say for example like they were looking at building permits they were down from may just by like a little under 4%. And then from June of last year, they're down greatly 15%, which, you know, kind of makes sense as, you know, things have changed a little bit. Housing starts kind of are pretty similar on that um, in the context that they were down um, in June regard from May about, um, was I think it was 8%. And then they were below 7% from June of 2022. Now on the plus side, Completions are the opposite way, where completions are up from May by 3% and up from May from June of 2022 by 5.5%. So, you know, not too bad. You know, kind of makes sense with everything going on. So, you know, mixed bag, but nothing terrible by any means, I would say, based on what you kind of figured is going to be going on. Well, you know what? I just have to say it's crazy that the economy is still as strong as it is, and there's still demand. And what Natalie's, okay, my CFO lady is like, Ah, don't say that. Why are you saying that? Not. I just um, I uh, I was talking to somebody yesterday, and <laughs> were they bank related? Were they bank adjacent? Uh, they were investment advisor adjacent, and um, he said something that was really interesting. There has never been in the history of the U.S. economy a soft landing. Mm -hmm. And that is like kind of scary because we still haven't had a babe we still haven't had what we should have had four years ago or what is it now three years ago rather i don't even i can't lose track of time no i'm with you it's scary and he <laughs> i think i think it's okay to say i don't think he cares but he was talking about he was comparing which i thought was very interesting and chelsea i think you'll think this is interesting he was comparing the dot-com bust with mm -hmm. an ai bust because mm -hmm. everybody is throwing so much money at it and the tech companies are what's keeping the market up and it's not where everyone it's AI is coming and it's going to be mm -hmm. here, but it's not here today the way that we need it to, or want it to be. Or it's being valued. Navita is at 
$500. It was at $90 a year ago or last. I mean, I'm in this year, actually. That doesn't make sense. That right. doesn't make sense. They, they haven't. No, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. And I'm probably going to like butcher this statistic, but he was telling me that during the dot-com bust, he said people who own shares of, I think it was Microsoft during the dot-com bust, didn't make their money back until 2013. So he's like, you know, definitely we should buy these stocks. Uh, just not today. Not right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Anyways, I mean, yeah. And also, I just feel like I'm more conservative by nature from my role. So I, yep. I just, I don't think we're, I don't think we're through what we think we're through. Yeah. Um, I just, and I, I think the feds and idiot are idiots for not raising rates at their last meeting. They should have just continued because they, they sparked like hope, I think into mm-hmm. the economy and then they raise rates today. And now they yep. say the next rate hike is still on the table. So mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't know what they're doing either, but I, no. I I don't even know how to, I mean, none of this has made honestly any sense at all this whole time since COVID started to begin right. with, like even a little bit beforehand. I mean, it, it was just, it, it, I mean, when you're looking at what's happening beforehand, rather it's none of it. I, I don't understand it. Like it is, everything has gone against any sort of thing. I was basically ever taught about how everything works. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. It literally doesn't. But I mean, to be fair, there's also so many weird extenuating circumstances that make it hard because it's not an ever an apples apples comparison because of what happened, you know, all the situations, you know, from COVID, from the, you know, the business closing people getting, so it was such a weird thing. It's like, how do you incorporate all these in these weird variables that are very hard to quantify and qualify mm-hmm. across the board, right. you know? So I don't know. I mean, I'm with you. I, I don't know. It, it, it scares me when everyone was saying we're going to have this huge, 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 huge pullback. And it never really truly happened. And now things mm-hmm. look like it won't. That seems like it's like a false flag. Right. right. False flag. <laughs> so anyway, sorry, I'm a downer. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, I was like, gosh, bring us down again now. So I'll bring us up a little bit, but I'm okay. going to bring us up real high in this, the article after this next one. Uh, the next one's pretty pretty easy peasy. It's uh, Roseburg announced that their current CDO, Grady Mulberry, was going to be retiring at the end of September and that they named Stuart Gray as, as the successor. So pretty cut and dry, you know, some fun little information there. So way to go, Stuart. Teams. Yes, yes. Good job. Congrats. And, congratulations. Well, speaking of congratulations, guess what the number five most read article in the past two and a half weeks has been? Ding, 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 ding. I'll give you one guess, and you don't get any other ones. It's that Natalie was honored as the 4040 recipient (laughs) by the Portland Business Journal. Oh, wow. Were you not? I was. (laughs) If you follow me on social media, you are probably sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's awesome. It was over, um, there was over 200 and some odd numbers of nominees and um natalie received the award on the 13th of july and uh, a good handful of us from the office got to go celebrate and watch her be honored um here in portland and that was really awesome to see and i know it was a a long long long-lived bucket list of natalie to make something uh, a prestigious list like that so congrats to natalie and uh obviously it was well deserved so I don't think that's awesome. Else deserved it more. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't get and, to plan for you at the uh, event. I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, tell them about the tell them about the uh, confetti. The confetti cannons. Okay. So 
Okay, so when we're prepping for this event, the organizers are like, just so you know, it's a high energy event. So feel free to bring, you know, you know, her face on a stick or whatever. <laughs> and while we like looked into that, we were like, what else can we do? Because um, we made like a poster eras to her theme <laughs> with her face all over it. And then we were like, um, okay, let's get some like noisemakers for the table. Well, uh, Lena, our colleague, went to a party store and got some supplies to make noise at the table and some of them were confetti cannons and we were like hmm is this appropriate like they're gonna be so mad that if there's glitter all over the floor but we were right before she went up we were like we're doing it so we had two tables of 10 people and there was probably three or four confetti cannons and so unfortunately I didn't think this through but at the beginning of the show the fire alarm went off and every like a few people bolted out like panicked. very scared like panicked, panicked. And so obviously there's like people that have trauma and that's scary. And whatever. So anyway, there was no fire. There was some water leak and they assured us everything was fine. They got the program started. Um, however, the last Portland Business Journal event we went to, there was also a protest that broke out. And so we're just kind of on edge at these events. So I still did the confetti cannon. And I think people were just like, I mean, it was like, they were loud. And they we, were, had, we had like kind of sounded like a gunshot. We had like four of them go off. <laughs> And I don't, yeah, I think people that attended were, we probably could have done without it, but it looks so cool in the pictures, like all the confetti coming down when she got her award. I don't know. I still it was say it honestly was my highlight. It was worth it. It was, I totally still say it was worth it. We were the only table that made as much noise as we did. We gave her a standing ovation. And I think everybody in that room was like, you know, you have people that are working um at like banks and uh, nonprofits mm -hmm. and startups and nike and all these highly government people government and then you have you know the, these two tables of lumber people <laughs> and <laughs> and i think everybody left that room thinking i should get a job at the lumber industry because those people right. like they know what they're doing so we had, fun. Exactly. We had a lot of fun we had a lot of fun as awesome. <laughs> we represented the industry all together i think i think we might get some new recruits coming in yeah there we go very nice <laughs> very nice send them to uh where are we going columbus this year <laughs> yeah yes yes let's go Can we bring confetti cannons to traders market there why not right ones that are less gunshotty uh, we'll be in columbus they don't care that's fine yeah, let's do it like, after the, uh, we'll do it after the economist panel or whatever yes <laughs> wake everyone fun. up for the morning do you get a booth trent Yes, yes, okay, yes, yes. Okay, we'll bring them to your booth. There we go. Perfect. And we'll yeah. do them Friday morning when everyone's like dragging ass and tired. <laughs> yeah. Confetti <laughs> cannons. <laughs> do it at 8, 8 15, literally. Yeah. That'd be yeah. amazing. <laughs> I was going to love that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. Gosh. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. I can't believe I'm top five. Wow. Yes, yes. So I was, I was like, we, we we have to make sure we get to that one because that was definitely a highlight of everyone. So I'm I'm glad that you know that you were able that everyone was able to you know learn about that and be able to you were able to have a lot of support there as well. It's awesome to hear. So congratulations yes. again. Thank you. Thanks, Blue Book, for all your support. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so a lot of the other things this week were just kind of normal stuff, you know, kind of like the price index. Like I said, for the end of last week, it went up to four ninety eight. At the end of the week, um, Adentra gave a update on their trade case that has to do with uh, Vietnam and the plywood imports and things of that nature, which they kind of they didn't agree with it, so they're kind of pushing back a little bit on it. So that's going to be a long term thing, a couple months, you know, if you, I mean, a couple of years rather, going after that kind of stuff and. 
more so just a little sneak peek for tomorrow is going to we're getting an earnings season for you know the second quarter for a lot of people or whomever you know if they don't have normal year in for quote unquote normal year in rather um so we're sorry like owens corning um union pacific so far came out wabash national so we're getting a bunch more of those and then mortgage applications um did decrease um for the at the uh, for the week ending in July 21st, um, just by 1.8%. So nothing real major. So that's kind of been going up and down over the past couple weeks anyway, the past couple months rather anyway. So nothing too crazy there. So, you know, just kind of normal, the normal characters coming up there. Nice to know. Nice to know there's some consistency somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. Is that it? Are we, are we there? Are we yep. at the end? Yep. That would be it then. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Wow. This is a quick, quick one shot. or it's just fun to chat. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we made it well, like little like right around 20 minutes or so, 18, 20 minutes. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we'll be back in two weeks on our regular, regularly scheduled time. Yes. Yes. And as always, it's been a pleasure. Yes. Yes as well here from the Chicago area. <laughs> Chicago area. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. Bye. Have a good one.